one of the things that I really got clear on was a lot of the, you know, fear and insecurities and, you know, and anything that was coming up that uh, was limiting, uh, you know, my ability to move towards, uh, you know, whatever I wanted in life. Uh, a lot of that, very little of that had to do with my circumstances. A lot more of that had to do with the story that I was telling myself about them. And being able to, you know, develop that awareness of, a, you know, that little voice in my head. And until I really got that, I, I couldn't appreciate, um, you know, a, what I could create and what was really a value to me. Uh, because there was just this constant narrative going on that was, you know, self-perpetuating. Uh, once I got clear on that, it's amazing how much peace and joy I found, uh, you know, in every aspect of life, regardless of which direction it was taking me. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Wow. Um, hey, leaders. Um, thanks so much for coming and, and tuning into the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Uh, really excited about the guest, Jeremy O'Krafka. Uh, Jeremy has had a, a really, really powerful career, a real, real entrepreneur. He's had many different roles, many different you know, focuses in his career. I know he spent a, a, a bunch of time uh, that he you know, speaks about uh, in a in a, um, a major leadership organization called Canadian Association of Career Educators and Employers, um, and uh, as a national manager, um, ran a ran a big career options magazine in uh, you know across Canada, and you know he he uh, developed a a mentor network that is something that he was really committed to is is, is developing and and having having the possibility for people to have mentors. And it's now morphed into another opportunity. And he talks about, again, the challenges of, of what you want and something that you really see in the, in the world and trying to create it and then it not turning out to be the economic opportunity that you hoped. Um, so that was really fascinating. He, he also was an advisor in the venture growth team, one of the many venture labs that we have in, the, in, the, in, in Canada and uh, uh, spent, spent a few years there and learned from all these different types of organizations and startups and really, really um, taking this knowledge to really help the business he's working on now and the businesses in the future. Uh, Jeremy spends a bunch of time on personal development, and personal growth, and I really think you're going to love this, uh, this podcast and just authentic, open, and really, really powerful um, leader. So um, again, if you know someone who wants to be and become a powerful, authentic leader. Um, I would love if you could refer them to our product program. You know, you could send them directly to leaderspodcast.ca/apply. Uh, you could email me at chris at leaderspodcast.ca. So uh, if you love, we'd love to get some great ratings. If you like our podcast, share it with friends. Go rate it. And, uh, and again, I hope you're enjoying the hard work that we're putting in here to make a difference, uh, 
for you in you becoming the leader that you want to become. So have a fantastic day and really enjoy this podcast. Thank you. Jeremy, welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Hey, good to see you, Chris. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. So, uh, so really, really excited uh, um, to have you on the on, on the pod. And and uh, so, um, tell me what you were like before our program, before joining the program. Yeah, so I was a student at Wilfrid Laurier taking economics, and mm-hmm. you know when I look when I look back on it now, I realize you know kind of everything for me up until my first summer doing student works had kind of really coasted along. You know, yeah. I, you know, always grades were never challenging. School was kind of okay. I kind of got, you know, the marks I wanted to get to get into school and, you know, yeah. everything just kind of flowed like that. But I, you know, I realized that until I, that first summer, I'd never really been challenged in a yeah. way that it helped me reinvent myself. So you know, looking back, that w- that was kind of a key opportunity for me to, uh, you know, kind of dig in and re-explore, you know, kind of who I was and get a much better understanding of where I wanted to go in the future. Because I hadn't really yeah. thought up until then. Yeah, yeah, no, and and it's funny as we're talking, it's always kind of neat. You know, as we were talking, I, I remember you back in our program, and 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 as I recall, and I could be wrong, but but you know, you spent three years in our program and in the first year you were, you know, really kind of just at the bottom of the program, you know, of, of, of successful people. And at the end, you literally tripled your business from that first year and were the top operator. So, so just, you know, extraordinary personal growth during the years of our program. Yeah. Well, in, in, in that first, that first summer for me was a real struggle. Like I, mm. I, yeah, and I think part, partly self-inflicted too. Uh, oh, of course, <laughs> like, like I look back at it and I realize, you know, I, I wanted to do it my way. And, yeah, and it was really only in my second summer that I really bought into kind of use, uh, you know, working the program as it's designed. Yes, so, you know, following the system, you know, following the, you know, at that point, what was about twenty years of, you know, kind of refinement. And yeah. it was in my second year that I kind of, you know, said, okay, you know, <laughs> first year was really, the, the, the first year was really tough and yeah. I kind of made it through and I, you know, and I kind of, you know, kind of saw where some of my gaps were. Yeah. And then as I looked into the second summer, I was like, okay, I, you know, I had my conversation with my general manager at the yeah. summer and, you know, really bought into following the system. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, that second summer, things started to take off in a new way. Like, yeah. I, you know, I just, I followed the marketing system. I had my schedule. I, yeah. you know, I, I started really working it and yeah. it started working for me. And that was, uh, that was a really cool experience to have. Yeah, no. And it's great. And one of the things I like to bring it, bring it up as well is it's not always our, you know, do people start fast in life, right? But but you can you can get great results anyhow, right? And 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 I know, um, you know, my my first summer I struggled with my profitability originally. You know, I, I had some you know pretty good numbers, but I struggled with my profitability. And again, I was the the victim of me and my weaknesses that created that. And and again, made progress, developed, learned, grew. You know, got better coaching and 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 saw what other operators were doing. So. You know, and that's and that's one of the cool things about again the learning environment that that we were in. So uh, at 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 Student Works uh, and, and the management program. So 
Um, so Jeremy, what was your biggest frustration as a teenager before you got started in the business? Mm. You, you know, when I look back, everything was kind of okay as a teenager. Yeah. I, it's more that I look back now and I'm frustrated that, you know, I kind of coasted along. I mean, I've worked really hard, uh, but I worked to kind of somebody else's plan and not okay. my own. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, followed the guidance of teachers, of my parents, of friends. Yeah. And I look back and I was like, you know, none of that really had to do with what I wanted to create. Okay. Uh, it wasn't until after my first summer in the program that I really took a hard look at what I value. Right. And at that point, I, I, I kind of, you know, threw the previous plan out the window. Right. Uh, it was November of my second year of university that I changed programs because okay. I, I was headed, heading down a path that, you know, I, in high school, I'd won the accounting award. Right. So obviously, I set out to become <laughs> And what a bad, what a bad effect, Jeremy. Everything know, exactly. So, and everybody reinforced that. They're like, "Oh yeah, that's a good, that's a good, you know, kind of good career path." Then, yeah. you know, and they, you know, kind of validated all of that. But at the end of it, I looked and I was like, you know, man, I love going out and working with customers. I love yeah. being, I love being around other entrepreneurs. Yes. And I, you know, I realized when I looked at those two paths and I was like, man, these are all the things I value. And I, this is the path that I, you know, I'm pursuing. These don't align. And yeah. so, you know, I kind of changed course and started to focus a lot more on the things that I was learning about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent a lot of time in bookstores taking, you know, personal development development courses at that point and yeah. becoming a part of uh, business associations and stuff like that. Uh, stuff that was giving me a lot more of, you know, what I was learning about myself that I wanted. For sure. Yeah. And that really, that really helped really make a difference for you as well. I just remember, you know, you just coming in that second year and just being that much more of the Jeremy I know today. Right. And, and like, like you said, I, the entrepreneurial organization. You you were one of the senior leaders of uh, an entrepreneurial organization. I'm not sure if they rebranded now, um, but but uh, but Actus now, but Actus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. And 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 but you know your your chapter at Laurier was the number one chapter in Canada, and and then and you went and recruited all sorts of buddies of yours uh, who still are your buddies, and they came through our program, and they were just rock stars, CFO of Pusateries, and and uh, uh, Mike Huber runs like something like sixteen hundred properties in the area, and uh, uh, Tim Harris, and and so many so many people. Um, uh, Jeff Chu, he was really high up at at at, uh, at Starbucks, etc. So so uh, so yeah, just just really really great people. Dave Hamley, so yeah, really really amazing. Yeah yeah. So I mean, I started to find uh, you know the people that I wanted to you know kind of ride with at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you mentioned, a lot of those are still my really close friends. Yeah, uh, kind of laid roots, and we went to battle together in those. Yeah. In yeah. Those- back in those days and we were, you know, motivated by the same things. So, yeah. Yeah. No. And that's really, that's really great. It's good. I, I, you know, it's to me, it's kind of like people in my own pod, you know, finding those people, you know, it's like, okay, great. You know, we're, we're, we're doing things and, and we're, we're about similar things, right. Finding people who share the same values. So um, what do you still rely on from the program, Jeremy? Ooh, um, 
you know, I, I think when I reflect back on that experience of struggling the first summer mm-hmm. and, and having a breakthrough, yeah. I, what I really got from that was I really got confidence. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd, I'd always kind of coasted on, you know, being able to manage and control things. Yeah. Going through the program, I really learned to, you know, deal with uncertainty. Uh, right. So all the uncertainty that comes along with running a business, uh, you know, kind of hitting that rock bottom uh, partway yeah. through the first summer and then bouncing off of that and growing from that. I, yeah. you know, I've really learned to rely on that ability that, uh, you know, things are going to have peaks and valleys. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think previous to my first summer, I, you know, when things hit the valleys, I would, you know, ditch it and say, okay, well, this just isn't <laughs> supposed right. to be the way that it goes. And yeah. what, I've, what I've really learned from that is that, you know, kind of the success or the bigger opportunity is on the far side of that. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I have a better, I have a much better perspective on, you know, when struggle shows up or when, you know, kind of something fails, I, you know, that there's opportunity on the far side of that. Yeah. Yeah. And you really made, made some big, big bets, you know, in your career. And obviously we're going to dig into that about what you chose to do. And I, I really admire uh, the, the choices that you took because, you know, you could have been a way easier path for you to wealth and success and not saying you don't have it, but just saying, you know, just, Oh, Hey, go, go the corporate route, get, you know, get in. Okay. You've got all the skills necessary to really succeed and, and really, you know, get great results in the world. And, and you really chose, chose a different route. So why don't you walk us through maybe some of the motivations because, because, you know, and again, for our leaders as well, like, you know, you're really speaking to an entrepreneur too. That's really what I see from, from you as well. You know, really someone who, 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 again, kind of really has a, a big vision for their life about creating something really new and, and really profound in the world, which is, which is neat. So why don't you, why don't you share that with our, uh, with our leaders? Yeah. So kind of the trajectory my career path took after university um, was I, you know, about two years out, uh, a big opportunity to uh, lead a national association. And it kind of pulled together for me the opportunity. I published a national magazine. I was running a lot of big conferences and events. And, you know, typically I was in rooms with my peers who were, you know, usually about, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 years ahead of me. Like I'd really take a leap and to a certain degree was out of my depth, but I just had, you know, this confidence that, you know, I could find a way to work to, you know, and, uh, and I delivered great results in that role. Right. Right. And uh, then, you know, had a child uh, that right. kind of came out of left field and right. that kind of, that caused me to reprioritize. Okay. Started, you know, going back into a little bit safer career path at that point, okay. uh, you know, worked with a couple of tech startups and that kind of got me into that space. Right. And then after a couple of years, I really just got motivated to pursue a vision that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started my current company, Mentor Network. At right. that um, started with this idea that I wanted to create the harmony of mentoring websites. Right. And uh, it's interesting when I reflect back on it now, because that was eight years ago. Yeah. And along the way, um, you know, that initial idea that I had for the business, um, you know, I pursued to a certain point. 
Um, and then realized, uh, and this kind of ties back into one of the principles uh, that I learned in the program was, you know, you have to, in order for it to be a business, you have to focus on what's profitable. Yes. And the original idea that I had for the company was technology focused. And I'd pursued that for five years and, you know, it was slowly incrementally growing, but it was never the part of the business that was making money. Right. And, after about five years of pursuing that, I finally had to, you know, make the tough choice, which was to say, okay, there's this part that, you know, I think has big potential, but it's just not making money fast enough. And right. then the training and consulting side of the business, uh, which was profitable right from the get go. Yeah. Really loved. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that I'd love that type of stuff before I got right. into it, but you know, training small groups of, you know, kind of 10 to 20 entrepreneurs at a time, just fell in love with it. And all of a sudden, you know, you know, here we had these two factors. It was the most profitable and it was the most fulfilling. Uh, And it's a tough choice to, uh, you know, kind of put the software side of the business to bed, uh, which I invested a ton of money into as well. I not made it extra difficult, but I just finally had to say, hey, this isn't going where I thought it was going to go. And isn't that tough sometimes, right? You've got a bunch of spent capital, spent, um, you know, resources, spent time, spent energy, spent passion, right? This is something you're passionate about. And, and, and by the way, um, I actually was a mentor um, facilitator as well in my previous life with the uh, entrepreneurs organization. And I, and I helped Jeremy get involved in that organization back in the day um, uh, because they knew I knew Jeremy. And of course I gave him a great reference and, and, uh, and, and, um, but, but it's like, I just so saw that would be a great fit for you, you know? So it's, it's, it's tough when it doesn't work the way we want it to work, isn't it? That's painful. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you know, and I and I look back back on it. That's about uh, you know, kind of two and a half, three years ago. Yeah, and see how much of my identity was attached to that outcome. That I, yeah, like I I wasn't just riding the waves of you know, kind of where the business was taking me. Like I had said, you know, back, back out of the get go, this is what the business is going to be, and I held on to that with dear life <laughs> until <laughs> until it got really clear that. You know, that just wasn't meant, the path that it was meant to follow. Uh, so I look back on that now and that was, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful lesson in hindsight. Uh, yes. Learned, learned the hard way. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and again, it's, 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 you know, one of, the, one of the good things for our leaders to understand is, is that it doesn't always work out. And again, any entrepreneur that you know, very few will not have major issues, major setbacks, major financial losses. And again, it looks good from the outside and not saying it's not, it's not good, but there's a bunch of pain there, right? You know, there's a bunch of things that didn't work out. And that's why a bunch of times people say, no, I'm going to go do the corporate route. No, I'm not going to, I'm going to go leverage my skills there to maximize my results and minimize the, the, the risks that I have, because there's a lot bigger risk to go and make the, make the big play because that's really what it was. Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 I've learned out of that that you know, I, even though it sometimes I, I mean I experienced this in my first summer running I, with Student Works, and I've and I've experienced this in the you know kind of I, in the aftermath of you know kind of putting a lot of resources into something that didn't uh. work. Uh, there's 
a wonderful growth process that happens, you know, in those valleys that I've never been able to get anywhere else. Like when, when I, when, when things have been going really well, you know, I've never gotten the type of growth that I do when, you know, kind of I hit rock bottom. And I, and I, and I don't think I appreciated a, that even after it happened the first time, it's now that it's probably happened three times yeah. or so my career mm-hmm. that I have a real appreciation for what I've gained from those experiences. Yeah. And, you know, what the real lessons uh, are there for me that I can take forward. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting as well. It's, it's not necessarily, I know you mentioned rock bottom because, and it was never really that for you, but I get what you, that's kind of a term, but it's, yeah. it's, it's like, um, one of the things I, and, and I think a lot of the leaders in our program, a lot of the leaders listening to our podcast, Jeremy, they're, you know, again, they're, they're living in Canada, they're living in North America, they're, their lives are working, right? They're doing well. And so, you know, oh, they got a C in a class, they got a B, oh, that really bites, right? Like, like you know, uh, they broke up with their girlfriend or boyfriend, oh, they didn't get the sports results they wanted. Then all of a sudden they get into something and it really rocks their world. Holy, wow, I'm not selling it what I wanted or wow, this is really cold or wow, this is really hard. And I'm, you know, hiring my first team. That's so tough. And, and, and that actually is, is that, that really, you know, buffering and bumping you, you know, that's really, again, where, where the opportunity for growth is because so often Again, especially the top performers we hang with, and I know that you hang, hung with and hang with, are, are they're they're used to getting great results. So it's like, it, so success is not a good teacher. It's just not. It's no. like, oh, doing the same thing, right? And and um and again, by the way, we want success because that pays the bills, and and our those 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 skill sets are good. But but again, it's like those other things are so valuable, and and if we see it that way, that can be a, a again make a life rich and, and powerful. Absolutely. But it, and I think what I take away from that is mm-hmm. now the willingness to throw myself into uncertain situations, right? Like those situations that I know may be really fucking tough, right? I'll still do it because I know that regardless of whether I succeed and things go smoothly yeah. or, you know, whether there's some struggles there that there's going to be great value in it yeah. one way or another. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something that I didn't know going into the program right. was that there was a lot of value, uh, you know, whether it went really easy and, and you know, kind of the curve went up yeah. or whether it quickly, you know, took you, a, you bounce around. And, and, and I think no one does this program without getting bounced just because no matter what, you know, you just look up the leaderboard and, oh my God, there's somebody who's really kicking butt or, or, you know, no one can hit the, the all-time records without really get being extraordinarily challenged. So, so no matter where you are, you're going to bounce around, which is great. And the other thing as well is, is maybe, maybe I'd challenge that and I'd say no, nobody on either end of the spectrum does it get, it does it without getting bounced because you know, I, I certainly uh, did know people, uh, you know, in my time with the program and afterwards who yeah. you know, kind of may have shot for the middle, uh, you know, okay. taking okay. the easy path. And, and I've seen this in every other business. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. Like, I get it. So, so it's just like they go, OK, hey, I'm just good. You know, like, yeah, like, you know, um, and, and that like, hey, I'm just doing OK. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I mean, I mean, had I even set to like if I think back to it, had I set like to grow my business by twenty percent? Yeah, in my second and third year. Yeah, you know that would have been okay, but sure. you know, it wouldn't have given me the growth that I got from yeah. like, doubling my business. Uh, you know, in the second year and yeah. growing it by another the third year like yeah. you know that was the type of stuff that i you know it, it kind of stretched me yes. in each of those experiences even though it went really well yeah, uh, yeah. no that's fair there, you're right because there is a way you know and again especially if you're maybe more skilled you know etc and you're listening and you're coachable you can kind of do it without really being on the edge of your comfort zone although that's where we want people because that's where the growth is right as you know hey leaders I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Since we started this podcast, every person you've heard from has been one of the incredible alumni of the Student Works Management Program. In large part, that's how I got to meet these amazing people and participate in their development. Starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. Now back to the episode. Let's follow up with really where you are. So, so what what have you done with your business? Where where are you now with your business? Yeah. So um, two years ago, um, you know, kind of as I as I was transitioning into the software side of my business, right. Uh, one of the organi- organizations that had been a customer of mine, and I I had uh, utilized in growing the tech side of my company. Uh, called Venture Lab. Uh, I went to work with them uh, to help develop their venture growth program. Right. And so for the last two years, I, I've been spending about 60 to 80% of my time with them uh, helping other tech startups. Right. Navigate funding ecosystem, getting enterprise customers. I was leading a, a tech accelerator in partnership with IBM there. Wow. Um, recently, uh, just about a month and a half ago, I, I rejoined a tech startup that I'd helped launch uh, back in 2006. Right. So it's a company called Logistics. Mm-hmm. Um, we basically work with big companies and help them manage the logistics of their learning and development programs. Right. Uh, we work with a lot of big brands, so big banks, uh, manufacturing, engineering firms. Uh, and we develop technology and different solutions to basically help uh, all the log- make all the logistical components of right. running training program uh, that much easier, and uh, yeah, so I've been uh, there just over a month now. Right, pretty excited about uh, you know where that's going to go. How's that you know uh, business going for you and and for for them? Yeah, so the, so I mean when I when I left uh, ten years ago, uh, you know it was it was starting to take off. Yeah, uh, and. It just wasn't it. It wasn't going in the direction that uh, I wanted to go in at that point. Right. And I, you know, we'd stayed in touch. You know, back to uh, you know one of the values that relationships I are everything. Relationships are everything. That's right. And, you know, so even even though um, you know we didn't find alignment 
uh, you know, at the end of the first two years that we worked together. Right. Um, you know, we stayed in touch uh, for a couple of years. We were in a mastermind group together. Right. Uh, and, you know, continued to, you know, kind of uh, keep connected to what we were both up to and where we were headed. Right. And, you know, all of a sudden, about three, four months ago, we started having that conversation again. And, you know, for the first time in a while, things aligned. Right. Right. That's great. No, that's great. And that's just a great lesson for our leaders, you know, just and 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 also as well, where a deal can't get done. Maybe there's not an opportunity to work together. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It's not. It's just is. And and hey, you just wish them well. And, you know, and there may be opportunities to to partner or to consult or whatever. And then, um, and then later on, wow, you know, and, and, you know, there's, there's an opportunity to go do business again. So it's neat. Yeah. 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 No, I, I've been, for, I've been fortunate to have that, you know, a relationship principle pop up over and over again, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's as business partners or customers or things like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've seen so many other people, you know, burn bridges yes. in the relationship. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, re- I really value, uh, you know, what the program instilled in me in terms of, you know, a, that relationships is everything value. Yeah. Uh, I didn't buy it out of the gates. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, one of the, it was one of those things that I wanted to call bullshit on because I, I, I didn't think it was what I was there for. Yeah. But, you know, now looking back all these years later, it's by far probably the most valuable thing that yeah. I've retained with me yeah well it's interesting as well as is if you know and I'm, i know you know this and you see this in your life it's like gosh i keep bumping into the same people right like you know and wow chris knows this person and they know that and they like it's and now as well with linkedin you you, you see it right you literally see it through your you know and oh wow I, you know and look at, look at all these people that we're connected through so so if you're if you're burning bridges and burning relationships along the way and just killing people off and not liking them and just, you know, it's like you get frustrated and angry sometimes. Like that's just being human, but you can just bite your lip and Hey, all the best. And, you know, get up, you know, and just, and just, just leave it clean uh, and complete it. And then all of a sudden it's like later on. And a lot of times as well, you find out that who was I really frustrated with me? (laughs) not them me and that that really i was angry with myself and uh um yeah it's just it really it really is great and again we all get tested so it's not it's easier easier said than done but but it's it really is important so what about um you know how did you know running a business was the right thing for you what were the signs for you jeremy um so i guess one of the things that i really experienced in my first summer was I love to, I work directly with customers mm-hmm. and build my team. Um, you know, those, those were things that I, they were both challenging because right. I had some tricky customers in my first summer, you yeah. know, challenges of, uh, you know, hiring and, you know, in some cases firing uh, employees and, right. and that was cool. But when I look back on it, the ability to, you know, kind of design I, you know, the type of customer that I wanted to work with and the type of team that I wanted to build, um, you know, those were both things that I really valued mm-hmm. and I wasn't experiencing up until that point in my career path. Right. And so I just saw that, you know, kind of running my own company and helping, you know, other entrepreneurs build businesses gave me access to do that. Right. Uh, and so I, those are still things that I love to do. Absolutely. 
Yeah, no, I get that. And so, um, so what about if, if, if someone was considering venturing out into the entrepreneurial world, what advice would you give them? Ooh, uh, test, uh, test your idea before you jump fully into it. Yeah. So really, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great programs out there from uh, startup weekends to, uh, you know, incubators at almost every college and university right. where you need support to test out your idea before you turn it into a business. Um, so that's probably one of them. Right. Uh, and get it up to a point where you have enough traction um, to, you know, then take the big and know that, uh, you know, there's a viable business there behind it. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And you're right. There are so many more resources, especially in the, um, you know, I know the greater Toronto area, it's just crazy how many, how many uh, resources there are, you know, for startups, et cetera. But one thing, and I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but Don, Dan Sullivan, who I know, you know, strategic coach program, you know, Dan always talks about get as fast as you can so you can start asking customers for a check as fast as you can, because people can easily say, oh yeah, Jer, seems great. Oh, I like it. But would you pay me for that, Chris? No, how much would you pay me for, right? Like, and then all of a sudden it hits the road and it's like, oh, if you did this and this, I'd pay you for that. And then you're really, really getting um, to, to really see, hey, could this actually go someplace? Because sometimes, again, what we create in our mind isn't the same as, you know, again, what customers want. And you've already talked about that. Really, it's, what do customers want? Are they willing to pay me for this service or this product? Right. So that's awesome. Um, and, uh, and, and again, it must, you know, I guess the experience of working in all these, uh, you know, venture growth funds as well must have been really exciting, you know, for, for, for you and really, uh, uh, you know, groundbreaking, just, just opportunities for, for learning and development for you. Yeah, especially as I'm jumping into, uh, you know, we're we're building a new software product right now with LearnGist. Okay. And having had the opportunity to see, uh, you know, 10 to 20 different successful business models and the right. way that they come together. I mean, out, out of that, I probably reviewed uh, close to 600 over that mm -hmm. period, but there were about 10 to 20 that I got to wow. see that really clicked. You know, they were, right. they were the ones that were getting customers that were getting funding that were building yeah. a successful team and, yeah. you know, got traction and really started to scale quickly. Uh, the opportunity to get behind the curtains with them yeah. was super valuable on my learning curve uh, yeah. because I'm now having the opportunity to, you know, apply some of what I learned from them uh, right. to what we're building at Learnjustics and, right. And yeah, really shorten the learning curve on a lot of that stuff. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, that that's really, you know, again, really valuable. And it really is becoming, you know, it's part of your net worth, right? All that knowledge, right? Like really, if, you know, for a young person, if you're looking and a young leader, if you're looking, um, yes, you're looking at net worth in terms of how much, you know, my house is worth or my, you know, you know, value and assets that I have. But a huge part of it is, is just my knowledge and ability to make money in the future. Right. Like that's really the biggest thing that we've got, you know, that capability. Well, and when I think if, when I tie that back to, um, you know, what I learned with student works, it was right. get, getting inside a successful business model and learning yes. how to do it um, and getting to practice that, like putting in reps with a, with a successful formula. Um, right. 
and seeing the results from that. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, cause it's, cause it's interesting, like regardless of I've seen, you know, so many different types of businesses Yes, with the roles that I've had, uh, there's four fundamentals to them in terms of, you know, being able to target and segment your costs. How are you going to reach them? Uh, and then how do you deliver effectively so that they then refer you out and how do you retain members? Like all of those things and doing it in a profitable way. Uh, yes. You know, so getting good experience uh, with, you know, delivering on those, I, you know, certainly gave me a lot more confidence and ability to see when things were working versus when they're not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, one question that that I got to ask, um, just just because I'm speaking with you, is I know you've just done so much personal development work. You know, for you, what stands out for you, Jeremy, about things that you've done that have really made a huge difference in your life? Um, one of the things that I really got clear on was mm-hmm. a lot of the you know, fear and insecurities and, you know, and anything that was coming up that uh, was limiting, uh, you know, my ability to move towards, uh, you know, whatever I wanted in life. Right. Uh, A lot of that, very little of that had to do with my circumstances. A lot more of that had to do with the story that I was telling myself about them. Absolutely. And being able to, you know, develop that awareness of, you know, that little voice in my head. Yeah, exactly. Until I really got that, I I couldn't appreciate, um, you know, I, what I could create and what was really a value to me. Um, right. Because there was just this constant narrative going on that was, you know, self-perpetuating. Uh, right. Once I got clear on that, it's amazing how much peace and joy I found, uh, you know, in every aspect of life, regardless of which direction it was taking me. You know, right. You know, sand the downs. Um, Absolutely. And it, it took a lot of courses to get there. Like it wasn't an overnight, like just, right. <laughs> it would, yeah. you know, take, you know, hear, hearing the same message in three or four different programs, right. philosophies, like all of these things, uh, there seem to be some common, uh, you know, kind of universal truths. Yes. And yeah. they all have a different way that they approach it or language it, but yeah. You know, when you hear the same thing over and over coming from all these different sources, yeah. to me, that was a good clue that there might be a, you know, something to it and to try that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you completely. And, and again, I think one of the real, real things that I, I look for our young leaders to do is really look at, you know, personal development and personal awareness and awareness, like you said, of, of the little voice that you've got running in your head that runs everything, unless you're aware of it. And, uh, you know, more and more consciousness awareness, uh, you know, uh, you know, I know, uh, we refer a whole bunch of people to landmark, uh, programs and I know you've, you've done a whole bunch of work there and there are just so many, uh, programs out there that, that again, give you just awareness of, Hey, who's running the show? It's a lot of times it's not Chris, you know, and, 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 you know, it's like, or not Chris, you know, my soul, the person who's really, really at source and, um, by, by me. Um, and certainly when I'm misbehaving, it's not Chris, you know, it's the, it's the stories, it's the junk, it's the, my five-year-old there. And it's, and it's, and it's kind of getting clear and clear and separated from that. Um, and it's, and it's hard work uh, to, to, to do that work. 
So for our, for our listeners, again, really, really recommend looking into these types of programs uh, and, uh, you know, not shying away right away from it. Because I think as well, it's, it's kind of scary and there's no reason for it to be scary, but it is kind of scary, you know, because I remember I found it kind of scary. Oh, my God. You know, um, you know, I think about my dad this way. Gee, I, I probably shouldn't look there. You know, like that's what it's literally what I thought. Well, no, actually, by looking there, it was really wonderful. And my relationship with my father improved immensely. It was amazing, you know, and, and uh, wouldn't have wouldn't have got that unless I unless I took the risk. So. Absolutely. So. Um, so, yeah. So what, what about as you went from a teenager, university student to, you know, a, a value created in the full time world? What did you need to change about yourself, Jeremy? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I certainly needed to I kind of take a look at. Um, you know, not, not having things always go the way that I wanted them to, um, okay. but definitely learning to, you know, kind of accept what was showing up and yeah. um, really starting to, um, you know, listen for, you know, whatever lesson or message life was trying to send me inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. So learning a lot about acceptance and then, you know, kind of creating, you know, that space of, okay. This doesn't have to go how I wanted it to. Um, right. You know, there can be a lot of other ways. And, you know, listening to people who had gone through it before. So learning from yeah. other experience. Um, right. You know, I didn't have to be the inventor of uh, everything. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who have done it before who can help point me in the right direction and shorten that learning curve for me. Um, mm. Really valuing that input. Uh, yeah. Resisting it. Yeah. You know, that, that kind of leads back to that self-awareness piece, right? you know, yeah. showing up internally um, yeah. and putting, pressing the pause button on that so that I can, you know, kind of go and uh, create value uh, that I want to create, but yeah. in the space of, you know, kind of freedom and ease and being able to, uh, you know, kind of flow with uh, the opportunities as they present themselves. Yeah, no, it, I, I totally hear you. And again, not not resisting. Okay, it's not going exactly how I want, or or you know, like there's a, there's a space, um, you know, for our listeners where you know you're you're trying to force an outcome, even force a conversation, or force you know, how's this conversation going to go? Well, I'll tell you, I had no idea how this conversation was going to go. The conversation was going to go the way the conversation was going to go, and I have some questions on a sheet, and we're going to talk, and it's just going to flow. And that's the best way to have a really great conversation versus, oh, I really want to get something in here, right? Like it just doesn't go as well. And, and, and so, you know, you don't meet the needs uh, that you're looking for uh, when you do it that way. And, and again, there's, there's an awareness and hopefully, hopefully that analogy or that example will touch someone and go, oh, okay, I see what you mean. You know, again, you're being more free, um, rather than trying to force an outcome. So, so yeah, there's so many, there's so many things to sort of see there, but uh, it's, it's being in the, in, in, in just, you know, the space of space of growth, again, not just financial growth, not just leadership growth, but mostly, you know, what, you know, one common theme is, Hey, any business problem is a personal problem, you know, at the core of it, right. If, if things aren't going well, then there's a, there's a leadership problem. And, and the more aware and authentic and listening I can be as a leader, the more powerful my leadership is. Right. So, um, so if, if someone wanted to do what you did um, and what, you know, and, and, and create these companies and these networks, Jeremy, what key habits would they have to steal from you? 
I definitely uh, consistently learning. Um, you know, I probably spend on average maybe about an hour a day, uh, you know, reading and learning new things, having uh, interest conversations with interesting people who I think can teach me something new. Um, awesome. So really being focused on, you know, not just, not just what I'm doing today, but learning uh, to build more, to build, you know, new levels of relationship uh, yeah. to, you know, kind of grow my ability to, uh, you know, understand uh, myself uh, as right. well as to develop expertise in the areas that I want to add value in. Um, so practicing all those different areas, but, you know, constantly learning and growing, uh, and not letting those slide. Um, you know, I've, I've had periods in my life where I definitely I took the pedal off the gas there. I yeah. look back and, and those, those are the periods where, you know, even though stuff, a lot of stuff may be happening, I uh, mm-hmm. s- slide out of control really quickly. And yeah. All of a sudden, you know, a year has passed by. I, and, you know, I'm kind of in the same mindset that I was at the start of that year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, those, those are probably the years that I look at as, uh, you know, the ones where, um, you know, I wish I could have a take back on that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> even, yeah. Though, even though my outcomes may have been high, uh, yeah. you know, the fulfillment uh, that I got out of them uh, was probably uh, pretty low. Yeah. Well, I think as well, like it's, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of like learning when really, again, we're learning, we're expanding, we're expanding our network. We're, we're kind of, again, on the edge of our comfort zone. Like there is a space as well. We're beyond our comfort zone and literally things aren't working because they're breaking down. So it's like kind of being on that space. So you're kind of in the middle of the zone. Nothing's really happening. You're kind of, you're kind of sitting in the back of your chair. Right. And again, you're just not, again, even if you've got loads and loads of money flowing at you, that doesn't necessarily mean your life's really working, right? That's just one item to say, and, and it's an item, hey, I care about, and I, and I think our leaders should care about it, but it's just one item. So it's, it's. and one of the other things I wanted to point to, and I, because I know you're really, really well connected and something that you really foster is, is it's not what, it's who. So it's like, you, you, you know, you have a problem, you know, leaders, it's not, oh, gee, I got to go figure it out and got to go read all the books or Google everything or no, actually, a lot of times it's like, David or Samantha, they know they, or they can give me all sorts of a head start by having lunch with them or coffee with them and move things way along. Um, and, and, and so that the who is so, so important as, as, as a building your network. Yeah. And, and it's amazing, you know, in spite of all of the, you know, vast amounts of information uh, mm-hmm. out there on the internet, because there's, oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's it's no all there. Yeah, it's exactly. all there. Yeah. But having having somebody who uh, you know either a understands the problem that you're trying to solve or b and more importantly understands you and yeah. what roadblock or personal gaps you might be bumping up against in terms of yeah. for yourself, uh, having that person re- you know reflect on it with you and then make an introduction to somebody uh, you know who can probably help you you know kind of move through that next phase of the curve. Yeah, that's I, that's been you know my formula to success in a lot of uh, different ways is you know kind of yeah. being able to reach out and know who to reach out to in those situations. Yeah, um, yeah. 
have them answer the call and then make that introduction afterwards. Uh, yeah, no, me as me as well. It's just, it, you know, again, it's just so, so helpful. So uh, you don't have to know everything. And it's in fact impossible. It's so, there's so many experts out there, so many areas of expertise that, that and that can make all the difference in your business or again, in the organization, you're going in a new area, you, you need to develop some expertise. You know, you, this is something you're gonna be facing in your career, so. Um, so one final question, um, Jeremy. So when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind? Ooh, um, somebody who, uh, you know, is committed to, uh, you know, make, uh, helping to make themselves that, you know, next better version of themselves and right. helping to do that for the community around them. I, uh, you know, they're always looking at, you know, kind of, what can I contribute to, uh, you know, making all these people who have crossed my paths in one way or another, uh, that right. version of who they are as well. Um, right. You know, I think about that, you know, common commitment. And I, that's, you know, at least the type of leader that I want to, uh, you know, kind of support and find out there and who I absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you know, making, making a difference for others, making a contribution, making a contribution to the world. Again, it's, it's, the, the type of leader who's just all about themselves, you know, Hey, that's, that's not, not you know, the, the, you're tuning into the wrong pro podcast, right, Jeremy? So for sure. <laughs> that's not, that's not, that's not this podcast. So, well, uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for making time out of your busy schedule to sort of come and provide value for our young leaders. I really, really appreciate it. Anytime, Chris. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. We'll talk soon. Hey leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.